There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you to the new cantina menu at Taco Bell. Ooh! It's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients. Great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself. The slow-roasted chicken, Mm. pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Okay! With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burrito, and quesadilla, there's something for everyone. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are endless. Try the new cantina Tina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work. Ding dong! Today's show is brought to you by Casper.com. Receive $50 towards any mattress purchase at www.caspertrial.com forward slash lasculturistas. And by warbyparker.com. Get a free five-day home try-on at www.warbyparkertrial.com forward slash lasculturistas. Five pairs, five days, 100% free. Last Culturistas is brought to you by the Forever Dog Podcast Network. Be sure to check out more original comedy podcasts at foreverdogpodcasts.com. And if you love loving what you hear in and you're a fan of Las Culturistas, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and leave a glowing review. Yes, God. Dive in. My grandma and your grandma were sitting by the fire. My grandma told your grandma, I'm gonna set your flag on fire. You're talking about hey now, hey now, hey now. I go, I go fino, anane. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. And is it a night or is it a night? It's a night, honey. Zaza Zoo. I feel it in the air. Sex in the City reference. <laughs> Zaza Zoo. That Zaza is a Zoo. thing you've been saying as of late. I mean, I've been watching Sex in the City again. <laughs> Who says Zaza Zoo? Carrie. It's Carrie, of course. Yes. Okay, okay. It's yes. always Carrie. It's always Carrie. Honestly, oh here to call out Carrie on her bullshit. Oh, my amongst God. Amongst other things. Yeah. is our amazing guest. Can we list the credits? Let's list the credits, honey. Oh, my God. I mean, where does... New York Times best selling author New York Times best-selling, best-selling author of You Can't Touch My Hair and other things I still have to explain yes um, be writing on the last season of Portlandia if you enjoy 
cutting edge, amazing sketch comedy Come by on. the pros. Come through. And if you enjoy amazing podcasts uh, on WNYC, Two Dope Queens, So Many White Guys, you guys. Podcast Queen. Podcast Queen. And she's on I Love Dick, uh, the and new Jill Solid show. And now she's on We Are Graced. We Are Graced with the presence of <laughs> Phoebe Robinson. Oh God, thank you so much. We are honored. Oh, Phoebe, Hearing on. those credits, I'm like, oh, I have done stuff. Yes. <laughs> yes. See, that's the thing. We got to make the guests feel good. Yeah. And you know, they didn't even know they made themselves feel good. Oh, yeah. honey. They had You've been working. You do a lot. I work all the, I'm a workaholic. Is this, the, is this the most like inane, boring thing at this point? for people to just say at you you work so much no because i it's always true. think i don't work enough oh. yeah. i'm always like oh i'm not you know people are making deals left and right like i need to uh-huh. be doing more so yes it, it's i need to just relax yeah is what I, mean, I need to do <laughs> so are you waking up early every morning well yes so i try and get up around seven so mm-hmm. i can go to the gym in the morning, Equinox. Uh-huh. I joined Equinox. Gotta get it in. Gotta get that eucalyptus towel. Yes. Okay. I never. I used to roll my eyes at Equinox, mm-hmm. but it is. It's very goop, but it's also great. Oh, it's very goop. It's so goop. Now, There's a this... lot of things about goop that are great, though. Yeah. Sure. 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 Yeah. Is this an, an LA development? It's in New York. I start. Okay. So last year, mm-hmm. I had my book tour, and I was shooting "I Love Dick," and I was just yeah. like stress eating because it was like a lot of traveling, yeah. and I was like not having sex. So I was uh-huh. just like carbs. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's like carbs are not penises, but yeah. right. you know, emotionally, famously, they're. <laughs> A lot of people out there that are thinking carbs are penises, girl, <laughs> listen up. Listen up. And so I was just like, I don't like that I'm eating all the time and just sitting and, be- and being stressed out. And yeah. like, everyone was just like, you should relax. Like, a lot of people were like, you're very tense. And I was like, oh. <laughs> but they were right. I sure, am a okay, very okay. tense person. So yeah. I was like, let me join the gym. So I joined mm-hmm. in New York. Uh-huh. I have the destination, which means I can like go Do to any a- of them. Oh, any God city. Bless. That's yeah. the best. And I love it. Oh, my God. So when you're in the gym, what are you doing? Are you a runner? <laughs> no. No? <laughs> I do Pilates. Pilates. Yes. Natch. And I do um spin class okay yeah okay y'all i'm trying to get matt on soul cycle because i am i'm officially in that cult i get it spin class is great see and now you know what i'm down for is i'm down for that emotional release that apparently comes after soul cycle and spin Mm -hmm. but i am not down for the energy of this is your soul ride okay you and it's about the energy of the personalities the energy that when you're in the moment and you're doing you're climbing up that hill uh-huh. okay yes. you're gonna want to hear that motivation okay because you're gonna want to bail and they're like you you like traveled on the train to get here this is your life oh take control God. and it's like yeah you guys i have yeah. to shout you know out what? yeah i have to shout out this <laughs> iconic iconic <laughs> oh my god soul cycle instructor in new york so name my friend, her my friend mitra and i signed up for a gaga versus beyonce class <gasps> Um, at the one in Nomad. And That's cool. it was going to be with this instructor, Taylor, who's apparently very popular. We get an email the morning of saying that he dropped out, that we're getting a sub named Claire. Oh, and Claire. Claire comes in mm-hmm. with this pixie cut, <gasps> just this gorgeous specimen. And wow. she gagged me oh. and Mitra for filth because exactly during the climb, when we felt like we were going to mm-hmm. die, Claire just goes, and I told you this, I think, but she goes, and this is for everyone to, to hear and accept and take in. She goes, 
you know what? No one said this was going to be easy, but easy doesn't put a roof over your head. <gasps> easy doesn't put food on the table. Yes. Easy does not help you move forward with your life. So no, I know it's not easy, but who cares about easy? Now turn the dial up and it was the most glorious moment in, in the world. That and you know what? So that inspires good. me. That is yeah. so good. I, I mean, wasn't even there. She's, yeah. had, she's had a global effect She's already. had a global effect and the, endorse, the endorphins yeah. coursing through your veins like you feel like a golden goddess. Like yeah. it was amazing. You have a couple people here, a couple of uh, male <sighs> trainers here who mm-hmm. do spin class and I really like them. See, like it's a yeah. thing. You got it. And you Matt's know, a runner and, and he'll I, be fine. Well, back in the day I was a big cross country runner. Uh-huh. Like when I was you in high school. You do have the build for it. I have yeah, the, yeah. the physique of someone that used to run whose metabolism is like, come on, bitch. Come on, please use me <laughs> you again. You look great. Well, the thing is like, it's just getting a little, like I know what it's like under the hood. And it's getting a little bit less mm-hmm. tight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like there's yeah. now it's starting to like soupy. soup up a little bit. We okay. call it soupy soup. <laughs> soupy. <laughs> so that's the way we we say it. Yeah. But but anyway, yes, I would love to get back get back into it. I would mm-hmm. love to find something that really works for me because lifting weights doesn't. Yeah, I'm like over it. I'm like, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. But it's like uh, not good because like your muscles like are like going into atrophy the older you get. But I'm like, it's boring. Yeah. yeah. Also, so, it is hard. I know, like yeah. for some people, they just prefer to lift weights, and they think that cardio is just the hard one. Yeah. For me, the cardio is the easy one. Mm. It almost feels like I did, like I, like I'm cheating when I'm doing cardio. Oh, wow. It just is easier. Yeah. But I don't know. Nice. Yeah. I'm I'm just on that precipice of pulling the trigger on Equinox because it just it's worth it. It's life changing. You're gonna start. I started shopping at Lululemon. Oh okay. and just, <laughs> I know. And you have to just get into it. It's a whole culture. Yeah. It's a whole yes. scene. Everyone there is good looking. You're like, that's what I'm gonna look like in three months. Right. That's what I'm gonna look like in six months. It's great. Honestly attainable though. It is attainable. I mean yeah. there's some people you're like, whoa, all right. <laughs> yeah. But there's I mean, a reason why all this popular stuff is popular. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, totally, we, totally, and we just spoke before we got on air about how Starbucks doesn't mess around. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Phoebe brought us these cake pops, and these cake are delicious. Pops. Oh my god, Phoebe, thank you so much. Yeah, of course, they've perfected the art of cake pops. Yeah, they're really good. Anyway, they're yeah. fantastic. The only thing they don't nail in Starbucks is the kind of music that they sell. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's like Cheryl always... Crow. And you're yeah. like, what? <laughs> I love her to death, but like, I'm not surprised. It's like the Kelly Clarkson Christmas album in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like wrapped in red is on the shelf, but you are the target demo for that. Exactly, yeah. they okay. knew what they were doing. But yeah, but you're saying that's not that's not the right move. Mm, I, well, I mean, it's not cool. Sure, sure. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah, you know, it doesn't have to be cool. Phoebe, we're gonna ask you what we ask all of our guests, <laughs> which is, what is the culture that made you say culture is for me? Yes, this is basically young Phoebe was like, wow. I am experiencing this in the cultural lexicon, whether it's movies, television, yeah. music, whatever, or also like something in your life, something that happened that really influenced you as a Phoebe. Oh my gosh. Well, so many things. I'm of such course, a like pop course. culture head. Yes. I guess number one, I'm going to list a few things. So number it, one is my favorite band of all time. You, you too. too. Yep. I know. Yeah. It's well it's, documented. Yeah. <laughs> No, but there's a paper trail. I mean, in the book, like you literally (laughs) number by number Mm -hmm. talk about each member and about how like fucking Adam Clayton dated Naomi Campbell. Oh, my God. You did your research. I mean, but no, but like you like went into it. So you two. Yeah, you two. (laughs) They just are very. (laughs) I love it. No, talk about it. I just would never. I would honestly. You too. You too. I I, I, I never got into them. It's fine. 
I try. I, mean, no, I but, love them. But explain. I and mean, you've explained explain, it before. Yeah. What, explain what it. is it? What touches your heart? Okay. About them? I just feel. I like how like big their their music is very like anthemic, uh-huh. and it's very like hopeful mm-hmm. and I like their message and like I'm not a religious person but they're religious so their music mm-hmm. is kind of like has yes. spiritual elements to it that I really identify with and I don't know I just think like sometimes when you're like 12 or 13 like if something just hits you at that age yeah exactly um, I just love them so much. I love their philanthropic work. Like to me, I'm like the yes. two people I want to be like are Oprah and Bono. I'm like oh whatever God. they like, whatever Oprah does, literally, I'm like I'm doing that. Ugh, <sighs> Oprah, hands guys. down. They have you two has one song. Um, oh, sometimes you can't make it on your own. I Ooh, love that song. Okay, okay, take <laughs> it to church. We have a little bit we of have some oh vocals. Oh my gosh, that um, was so good. <laughs> That was like really good. It was. Yeah. Well, thanks. Except. I mean, it wasn't Bono. I but mean, you guys could do it and it would be fine. He, it would be I like he, he would hear me and he wouldn't be mad. Sure. I think he'd be into he'd it. Be into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you two, number one. Yes, uh-huh. yes. Uh, number two, Felicity. Okay. Felicity. One of the yes. greatest TV shows of all time. Yeah. And yeah, great. Have you seen it? Well, Bones? no, I was gonna say I'm not. This well is something where we have to we have to go back and do our research <sighs> yeah, because yeah. I do know the cultural impact that mm-hmm. Felicity did have. Wait, how yes. old are you guys? I'm 32. 26. I'm. I just turned 27. <sighs> stop. So stop. I'm. Like, no, so it's the, not that the, big the, of a gap. It's, it's pre you. <laughs> yeah. It yeah, is. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. pre us. Just pre. Okay. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I was 14 when uh-huh. it came out on the WB. That's how long ago it was. It was on the WB. WB. Dumbass like singing frog. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. And. I obviously was, <laughs> it was that stupid frog. Was stupid. I was like, what was, is this? Uh, um, and oh obviously God. I was a virgin at the time, um, <laughs> you know, listening to you two and just being like, yeah, Bono, um, not losing it real quick. Uh-huh. And so, <laughs> not losing it real quick. <laughs> and so Felicity, okay. So the backstory is Felicity is from Palo Alto yep. and she's graduating high school. And this guy, Ben is like been her crush. Yes. And so she's like, oh, will you sign my yearbook? And he's like, sure. And he like takes it and goes and sits down like on a grassy knoll and like writes this like really long message. And he gives it back to her. And she was like, what's going on? And she reads it. And it was just like really sweet. Like, I used to always see you around and wonder like what you were thinking and who you were like. And I just never had like, I just never thought to like say anything to you. But you're like really interesting. So she decides, you know, I'm going to major at what is it? It's not NYU because they couldn't get the license oh, for that. Yeah. Uh, University it's, it's of like New York. The College of New York or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah College yeah, yeah. of New York, LOL. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she decides, she, she's go, hey, what school are you going to in the fall? And then he says that school. And she's uh-huh. like, he's like, what about you? And she's like, I haven't made up my mind yet. And then she decides to not go to school in Cali and go to the same college that he's going to. Ooh, and that so, is... It's stalkerish. Stalkerish. Girl. Yes. That concept... Yeah probably doesn't age well does not <laughs> it's not feminist but it's not sane right. but it's carrie russell she has curly hair you're like i'm into it yep. i get yes, it yes yes and then it just becomes like this great love triangle between her ben and noel who's mm-hmm. played by scott foley love scott foley yeah and ben is scott speedman and mm-hmm. his thing is he like whispers he's always like hey and i'm like bitch speak up i can't <laughs> deal with you but like he's always like whispery and like just like 
cute and hot. Uh-huh. And like Noel is an RA and he's by the book. Uh, okay, so here we yeah. have the two paths. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So yes. it's like, who is Felicity going to choose? Right. There's just so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And Pink Power Ranger is in it. Amy Jo Johnson. Amy Jo Johnson. Yes, she yeah. plays like Felicity's friend. There's a lot. Whoa. It's famous as, as of late for her cameo in the Power Rangers movie. Well, she was she, in the Power Rangers she's movie? She's in the... She, Kimberly Pink Power Ranger and Tommy Green Ranger mm-hmm. are in the last, last, last like moments of the movie. They just literally have like people. a tiny non-speaking cameo for two seconds. They just look up at like the destruction and they're like, <laughs> like it's two yes! seconds. It's, it is blink and you miss it. They couldn't even give them a line. Ugh. Oh my god, that's amazing. But are they in it? You yeah. know, they're do they, they get a day rate or or something? Yeah, they were tech avail. They've been <laughs> yeah. tech avail for, for ten avail. years. <laughs> insane oh my okay God. so I have a question about Felicity mm-hmm. did yes. the show actually die when she cut her hair okay so everyone okay so backstory is between season one and season two her character cut her hair uh-huh. I don't want to spoil anything but her character cuts her hair for a particular reason okay. oh okay. we can guess <laughs> right yeah and so boys uh-huh. and so um so what happened is Felicity switched time slots between mm. season one and season two, they went to like a shittier time slot uh-huh. and everyone was like, oh, it's because Felicity cut her hair. And I was like, no, it's because WB uh-huh. was like in shambles, uh-huh, uh-huh. didn't know what they were doing. And like a lot of like kind of teeny sort of college stuff kind of like got screwed up. Wow. Okay. Not, yeah. a, not a correlation. So yeah. it's like the basic thing to say is she cut her hair and then the show right. died. All right. Yeah. But I'm she, happy we can put that rumor to bed. But season one, <laughs> I mean, it's like the best. It's really, really good. Like okay. she won a Golden Globe. For yeah, it. I think she got nominated for an Emmy too. Yeah, or maybe, or maybe I'm wrong. She mm. was incredible in it, and she continues to be incredible on The Americans. <sighs> I'm or behind, so, or so I hear. Again, don't watch this one. It's really good. Is it okay? Yeah, and I, I hear it's one of those ones that gets better. Too. Wow, it's I, really good. I feel like she's one of those people for me at least who I'm just like never like clocked her always like mm-hmm. knew knew about her and knew that she was great, but haven't had the firsthand experience. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to think what I've seen her in and think like and thought like yes, I'm waitress. Tra- she was good uh, in waitress. waitress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was good in that. She was good in that, but like for some reason, I just don't remember that movie. Yeah, it's one. Yeah. She's one of those actresses that you know is out there doing good work, but you, yeah, you, you right. yourself have not seen it. And you know who that was for me for a long time? Who? Claire Danes. Oh, uh, uh, I get that. Yeah, it's like a kind of like general. They have a face, right? Yes. You know, and you're like, all right. Cool. Yeah. Like we know she was in the Romeo and Juliet movie. Yeah. <laughs> Did we put ourselves through it is another question. It was so oh, bad. Sure. Yeah. It was terrible. But, but now you see her on Homeland, it's a gagaroo. It's a gagaroo. But people will say that Romeo and Juliet is Boz's best movie. Those people. Mm, yeah, that's insane. They are dismissed. This is just yeah. like now like a litmus test for everybody on her podcast. <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts on Moulin Rouge? <laughs> if you have any. <gasps> oh, that's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I was like Phoebe's making a face I was like Nicole what are you doing oh, she was so extra wow but but the <laughs> but you, you didn't think that it matched what was going on I thought she was so extra in the best way it was like I was like Boz I can't with you Boz, I I've can't. tried so many times it's so like everything is just like 110% which I'm like I appreciate the effort but like it's just like in your face, in your face, in your mm-hmm, face. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Ian McGregor, I'm like, can you just get a job? Like, uh, yeah. You're like in your house all the time writing these Moping, songs. Moping, playing the victim. Yeah. And no it's like, thanks. you're hot, like fucking like do something. Totally. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? a Parisian model. Yeah. Totally. 
I'm just realizing now how manic pixie dream girl that movie is. Yeah. Totally. And she's oh like, my God. <laughs> I'm uh, like, whenever, when someone, whenever someone coughs in a movie, they're like, <gasps> yeah, it's like, I can't. Uh, she was weakly coughing up that blood. Right. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh. Just some, also, something's like, casually bleeding the, yeah. Yeah. Like, when the point of the movie is to be that like blown out romanticized <laughs> thing like I let it happen sure yeah. and now yeah. we forgive Nicole Absolutely. but here I will say this I was never into Nicole mm. until, until Big Little Lies and I, I was like okay give her the Emmy give her the Oscar it's not <laughs> yeah. a movie but give it to her yes give her a Webby oh whatever you got <laughs> whatever you need <laughs> give her a paper plate award <laughs> If Nicole Kidman doesn't walk, Nicole Kidman doesn't walk away with a fucking Webby this year, then the industry is against we talk, her. We talk about this a lot, and we can continue to talk about this because it won't be the Emmys for some time. But I always say, if I had a ballot in my hand, I'm checking Reese Witherspoon. Okay, Matt's Matt's defense is that Reese. Okay, I need to hear this because that is that's controversial. First of all, for sure, I would say that. Yeah. Here's the deal. Mm -hmm. We fell in love with Big Little Lies because of Reese. Because of her limping in the first episode. <laughs> she could get... She could Falling on the she asphalt. Could have my firstborn for that. Yeah, that was really good. That was really so good. So for that, also, all the line readings throughout, like, you, if you can sell a one-liner, mm -hmm. you are my godmother. You and, you and so you for example, there. my biggest mm -hmm. comedic influence, Eva Longoria. Because <laughs> the woman could kill you with a comedic one line. Yeah, right, that's sure, true. Sure. That's now, to true. be serious for a second, mm -hmm. the work that she did throughout the show, I felt was more versatile. But I'm not saying mm. that Nicole, if Nicole won the Emmy, I would, I, I've said on this podcast, I would leap to my feet. You know, I've I, thought about you know, this. Yeah. The more I think about this, the more I feel like Nicole, with that role and with that character and with that arc, probably had to really put herself in a shitty, It was hard dangerous. Place. Yeah. Have you read the book? I have not. He but has. I heard it's great. I was just telling Bowen, the abuse in the book mm. towards the end, I'm actually happy that they didn't depict it on television because they, what happens in the book is the last straw for her oh. is he he takes her head and <gasps> slams it against a wall. Oh, That's my God. And it is so painful and I think I was in the airport reading it and I literally like had to put it down because I, like, I was gasping. It, and so then you watch the show and it's just like, can you like to embody like and this is of course it happens all the time like and which is tragic and devastating. But like she put herself in that place and like really I'm so happy the show is out there because people can I guess maybe more people will start talking about this mm -hmm. and just like really starting to like empathize with what goes on out there in the yeah. world because it was thick and it I'm happy it went I'm I'm like really happy we got to see like what it really I guess what it feels like to be in that, those therapy scenes. Yeah. The amount <gasps> the of therapist. justification she was doing, the amount of like justification she was doing. It's yeah. like wow, this is what it's like to really fight for something that's yeah. bad for you. Mm -hmm. And also, I have to like give a shout out to Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah. Who, I was like, he's a good actor. You see his penis in True Blood, so you're like, cool. Like, <laughs> yes. Love it. But Absolutely. then to see him do this and provide that 
layer of complexity because I think the easy way out would have been like he's just a monster Rawr. but yeah. it was like he knew he was broken and he knew he was damaged and you could see him like be evil one minute and super loving the next minute mm-hmm. and then like re- I just really think they displayed like what abuse is really like mm-hmm. and I think that's important for people to see that and I, I was really impressed by what he did absolutely because that's a fully, hard character I'm a fan for life and it's a yeah. career gamble and a risk for him to yes. take because not everyone that. out there is going to be intelligent enough to be like he's playing a part. He happens to be playing it really well, mm-hmm. especially when you do it so convincingly. It's like you're just going to be scary to people. Yeah, just like the way he would like walk like uh, a predator. Sometimes it was just like so. It was like a masterclass of acting. Totally. Like they should just win like best miniseries or whatever. I I sure. just don't know what's going to be better than that this year. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly. Bubbly burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs Classic Clogs and Sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. Hey, Las Culturistas listeners, we're here to tell you that there's no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click gift mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com, then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And gift mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. There's a lot of pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas for the birthdays of loved ones in my life. And sometimes I do get super stressed trying to find that perfect thing. Me too. But now with gift mode on Etsy, I can search hundreds of gifting personas and find so many incredible items. And I actually just found a custom chalk bag for the adventurer in my life who's into rock climbing. Not me. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So Whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner in your life or a birthday present for the pickleballer in your life, Gift Mode has you covered. I'm not the pickleballer. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get... 
Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's funniest night out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night aboard the Titanic. My life was improved by seeing Titanic, so much so that I reached out to my best friend, Bowen Yang, to improve his life. And Bowen, did it succeed? It succeeded so much that I went four more times. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit this season. Plus, if you get tickets six weeks in advance, you get 30% off. And that's on Titanic math, girlfriend. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Also, like, what amazing casting. Whoever put it put it together, like, to cast, like, two, like, super sexually charged actors like that. Like, because mm-hmm. when you saw the sex scenes and, like, in the early episodes, you almost were like, fuck. Like, yeah. they do have something crazy. It was lit. Like, when they were, like, you know, Skype sex, I was like, this is cool. And then I was like, oh, but not, also, yeah. And it's successful in that way, too, yeah. because you catch yourself almost you catch yourself forgiving. Yeah, you're mm. like, oh, Perry. And then you're like, nope. Yeah, nope, no. Close nope, up no. shop. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. But uh, I mean, big fan. Wait, yeah. um, I just want to segue into this, and I really want to just talk to you about this. Because I don't remember if it was on a Two Dope Queens episode or if it was in the book, but like, at length, you talked about Izzy and Denny having ghost sex. <laughs> yes, and, the, and, and, and about how you kept watching Grace. Yes. And because we were... We watched it well through season seven. seven. Yeah. Like past like the... I think the, the plane Izzy... crash was when I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, what was like... Yeah. Like, when did you hang your hat with Grace? I... <laughs> I think it was time of death. Time. It was uh, Izzy and George. Once I think when he like got killed, I was yeah. like, "I'm out." Oh sure, season that was six. Uh, the, when he five. died, was season season five. Yeah, finale. I peaced out, and I was like, "I love you, Shonda," but I'm like, "Life is short. Yeah. Like I haven't read Moby Dick. Like you yeah. know what I mean? Like I need to get it together. I just can't anymore. Totally. Yeah. You know, she gave up on it too. I know, but I heard it's good again. Like they they went really? through a shitty period now. Supposed to be really good again, and I'm like, I can't, I can't live life like this. No, you know, I just, I, I would tune back in now, and I would just be sad because mm-hmm. I don't know how you feel, but season one, two, three, I mean, that was the shit, yeah. incredible, so good, so good. It still holds up, yeah, like absolutely, I'm, yeah. Um, I did. I went home a few weeks ago to my parents, and they just have this giant home theater. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Um, That's but, amazing. Sorry. Sorry, but then, but then I just watched the episode where Christina, it's Sandra O's last episode, and I fully fucking. I haven't seen that. Uh, I should watch. It's it. great. Like there are there are certain moments that are like yeah. peppered throughout the later seasons that are like actually had a lot of thought, and I'm sure Shonda, and yeah, Betsy Beers. She's always gonna write a good model. Like, oh, she, yeah. like I mean, you know, she's there's a always queen she, of that. she's always yeah. gonna have a team, have someone on the team that can turn out a good scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just, you know, I mean. <laughs> And she better have, have 
come through for Sandra O's last episode. Oh, yeah, sure, you sure. can't play her. I actually yeah. came out of the woodwork and watched that one as a standalone because I was like, I have respect I for Sandra O, and I I know that it, it it's fine. If it's totally fine to just peek your head in and watch that episode, you still get it. Okay. It just yeah. it's it. I felt like <laughs> this was such a big part of my life for like three years. Like mm-hmm. Grey's was, whew, and I still continue to watch it all through. You know her storylines with Owen and everything. I yeah. was like, I'm gonna see this character through. Yeah. yeah. Happy yeah. I did. Totally, totally, yeah. totally. But, but he, I mean, yeah. Sandra O oh, Emmy list for that part. Ugh. Crime. Wait, she never won? She won never. a Golden Globe. She never won an Emmy, which I think How is, is that possible? A Who won? Well, in her Catherine Heigl took one. Yeah, and then she shot on the writers the next the next year. I'm just gonna <laughs> sip water. She oh. sip the water. See, there's ugh, man, I can't. I, I was so on board when she came out so hard against uh, Isaiah Washington Isaiah Washington yeah. for him using the F word against TR Knight and yeah. when she was like I will go to bat for him always like this is like a brother to me whatever and then hard to get on her side after like just being so disrespectful yeah you can't like take like it was uh, Grey's Anatomy it was knocked up it's like you can't take these jobs and then trash the people yeah. who created the work for you right, like right. appreciate like Knocked up is like what got her the paycheck that she got on movies going forward. Yeah. So like, yeah. I do agree that like the female characters aren't as well drawn in that movie. Right. But it's like, girl, that like kind of changed your career in a lot of ways. So yeah. Like, you should be more appreciative. Totally, I just can't. I I will say I am down for her whatever attempted a career revival she's she's going for now. <sighs> I mean. It has not gone. Well. It has not gone well, yeah. but I'm saying, but like there is like this weird like like the cat, yeah, the litter commercial. The, she commercial. Does, she sells cat litter. <laughs> yeah, now, kitty and litter. That's, that's not a joke. But yeah. then she's got that going on, and she also has that new movie with Rosario Dawson. That's true. Obsessed but here's the thing: too. absolutely yeah. obsessed too. <laughs> it's obsessed too. What, what are you gonna say? <laughs> I I almost just said like I wonder if it'll be better than Obsessed, and I was like, what am I talking no. about? Obsessed. I don't is, think so. No, Beyonce dropping garbage. a chandelier on Ali Larder will never yeah. be beat. That's Obsessed pretty. That's pretty legendary. Until, until the last fifteen minutes. Yeah, then you're like, oh, I'm into this. <laughs> yeah, you send that last fifteen minutes to Sundance Film Festival. It wins the it wins the audience award. Send it to Cannes. Send, Send it to Cannes. Can. A little in yeah. every grand jury. <laughs> she oh my dropped God. a chandelier. <laughs> on Allie Larder. On yeah. Allie Larder. Yeah. Oh Wait, she God. was married to Aegis Elba, right? Yes. 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 It was so inferior how, like, oh how dumb God. he was. It was like, Aegis, I need you to get it together. But some of those, some of that dialogue... Um, uh, Epically bad script. Yeah. Idris, Idris. Uh, well, where where should I go then? To, to hell. hell. <laughs> but until then, I suggest the Maybe Four, the four Seasons. seasons. <laughs> Iconic. Um, also, Christine Lottie. <laughs> Who's that? She plays the police officer. <gasps> That's oh. right. The dumbest police officer you've ever seen in your life. Everyone, go back and watch Obsessed. Yeah. Christine Lottie, as like the detective or whatever. Oh, boy. Is so epically dumb. And she does, and she is operating at 70% because even she in her line readings is judging herself. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I don't care if you're fucking this girl or not. I just, I was, it's just, it's just like so, <laughs> so, 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 so bad. Um, oh my God. Speaking oh my God. of like, okay, this movie's like not actually bad. It's just like low key ignorant, but like high key amazing. Uh-huh. Have you guys seen the movie Unfaithful? Um, I just rewatched it recently with a girlfriend who had never seen it and it <laughs> literally changed her life. The thing about Unfaithful is, oh my God. she's giving everything. Diane Lane is like fucking killing it. Yeah, but it's, yeah, yeah. but it's, Still yet bad. It's so bad. There's so many problems with it. 
And Ugh. how and where and she got an Oscar nomination for that. Richard Gere should have gotten one too because he was like incredible. Yeah, mm. yeah. He brought layers to that character that could have been just like all right, dumpy, like frumpy guy. That's a wild thing for me. Bad movies with amazing performances. Yeah, that's. Do you have one of those? Oh God, I'm having. That's pretty specific. Unfaithful is a really good one. Yeah, it's like yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Like she's always like cooking spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it but takes her like it- it's so bad. Yeah. It takes her three hours. I'm like, it's spaghetti. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Did you mess up the first one? Like, oh my God, are you trying to like just do some fucking pool noodles? Like, just grow them out. That's so funny. What's a what's a bad movie with amazing performances? Showgirls. Just kidding. But Showgirls, also not. but also Honestly, not Gina really. Gershon, she was incredible. She in that. committed yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. She could have gotten like a People's Choice nom. Hundred. I'd have been fine with that. For oh sure. Yeah. I mean, also you got like. Was she Naomi Malone? Is that no, no, no? no. Gina was. The other one, oh, the, the God, one God. who's like the seasoned one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. For oh some reason, this movie keeps bing, bing, binging in my head. <laughs> it is not. It, it, it is a bad movie, and it doesn't have amazing performances. But I keep wanting to say burlesque. <gasps> oh, but also that's burlesque a good one. is fun to watch. Though. It is fun. Kristen Stewart's in that. She's like, wait, she Kristen, is Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Oh, uh, I was like, Kristen Stewart's in this. No, no, no. I'm <laughs> Kristen so sorry. Stewart could never have that much fun. No, no. <laughs> I'm terrible with those names. Oh my god, Burlesque. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Oh, you should. See you it. should watch oh it. God. It's like dumb fun. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, and it's nice. like a period movie. Like even if you don't have your period, just like whatever you're feeling crummy, watch it. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah. 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 It's go. a good one to lay around to. Next time you have a sinus infection. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god, Phoebe! I want to ask you about uh-huh. oh, just to go back to Oprah for a second. Oh my gosh! I think I heard somewhere that you got a call after the book came out. Can we talk I, about this? Yeah, we can. Okay, this is great, exciting. Great, great. Okay. Oh my oh, god. Me, oh my. Yeah, oh, I have oh the voicemail on my phone. <gasps> oh my! Did you speak god. to her directly afterwards? Yes. Okay. So oh I'll I'll tell you the story. So when I was writing the book, I was always like, we should like get it to Oprah, but I was like. I was like, LOL, like none of us know her sure, or her sure, people. Sure. Yeah. And so the book came out. And then two days later, my lit agent called me and he was like, so you have to tell you something. He's like, um, so Oprah has your book. And I was like, what? And I was like, how does she get it? I'm like, it, I mean, she's Oprah. She can get whatever she wants. Yeah. I was like, how does she get it? He's like, I don't know. But her team called and said that she loves the book. Uh. And uh, she like wants to talk to you. And oh I was God. like, what? And he was like, she's really unpredictable. So mm. she's just going to like call you whenever. And I'm like, that's just like what a phone call is. But like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's she's, like that's not unpredictable. What's gonna happen is she's gonna get on the phone. <laughs> and it's gonna ring. We don't know what's gonna happen next. Yeah. We don't know what she'll say. <laughs> oh my god! And so I was like, okay. So like, so be uh, be on lookout for a phone call from her. And I was like in the middle of traveling, and so the next day I didn't hear from her. My agent was like, I can't believe she didn't call. I was like, she's literally saving Africa right now. Yeah, like it's yeah, totally yeah. fine. I was like, but I did miss this like phone call randomly some like random number so he checked and it was her trying to reach me wow. so he was like just tomorrow just like be on the lookout for it and i was like okay so i was the next day i was like in a meeting and my phone was going off and i was like <gasps> i think this is her but you can't interrupt a meeting <sighs> so i was just like oh well um she'll call back <laughs> wow i would have just been like oh, i have to take this my god Phoebe. she'll call back <laughs> 
when you just expect implicitly that Oprah will call you back. The literal okay. number one pop culture icon, <laughs> literally of all time. She'll call back. Yeah, you know what? I am obsessed. I'm going to screen this one. Yes. Yeah, wow. So I told my lit agent, who's like, yeah, it's definitely her. And I was like, ah, oh, I know. And so then the next day I got a phone call, but I was like, I couldn't tell the number. I was like, this could either be her or it could be like my student loans because I'm yes. buying my student loans. So I was like, I'm just going to risk it, not pick it up. And if I get a voicemail, fine. Didn't get a voicemail. And I was like, I might have fucked that up. Oh. Literally oh the God. only yes. person harder to get in touch with than Oprah is Phoebe Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> and so the next day I was on set for this Amazon show I'm on, I Love Dick. Uh-huh. Um, and I never bring my phone with me on a set because I want to be like present. So it's like an actor's choice. I yes. want to be present. And I wrap my scene. Um, and so then I, I saw my phone. I was like, oh, I have a few missed calls and I have a voicemail. And I was like... And I go, I'm not going to listen to this voicemail. It's probably my parents. I always leave like a long voicemail. Oh so I just call back the first number. It's like an 818 number. <clears throat> and the person answers like, hello. And I was like, hey, yeah, I just got a phone call from this number, but I don't know who this is. And he was like, what? And I was like, uh, okay, I'm going to go. Bye. <laughs> so I like <sighs> called her house. It was like her estate <gasps> guy. It was Stedman. No, it no. wasn't Stedman. <laughs> What if I talk to Stedman? That'd oh be amazing. Stedman answers her phone. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Honestly, not out of the question. Oh, my God. And so I was like, that was not a good first impression. Let me just listen to this voicemail in case it's not my parents. It was Oprah. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. She was like, Hi. oh, no. So first, before I get to that, I hang up the phone. I get a text message. It's like, Phoebe, it's Oprah, dot, dot, dot. Call me. Ah! And I was like, so then I listened to the voicemail and she was like, hi, Phoebe, it's Oprah, as in Winfrey. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, you're so as humble. In as in Winfrey. So humble. So humble. So humble. Um, and she was just like really sweet. She was like, I've been trying to get in touch with you. But then I realized my number is blocked. And you probably don't like answer block calls. So I like unblocked my call. So here is this <sighs> number. Uh, I'm going to try and um, call you back on my cell number. Uh, which is, and she's like, oh, you know what? I don't know my cell number. I'll figure that out. Of course mm-hmm. she does I know. she. Well, you're that rich. You don't need to know that no, information. You no, have people. It's all numbers good. in sequence? No way. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, my God. And so she was like, uh, looking forward to talking to you soon. So I called her back, and I was just like, hi, Elbrad's Phoebe. And she was just so sweet and oh complimentary. I was like, I really enjoyed the book, and like it spoke to me. Oh, my God. And I was just like, Oprah. <gasps> And it was just like really nice yeah. to so, just like chat with her. Now, here's the knowledge that mm-hmm. Oprah has read your innermost thoughts and yeah. like your feelings and thoughts about the world. And that is huge. So crazy. It's crazy. I still can't believe it. Because oh when God. you're writing the book, you're thinking, that, first of all, you're probably thinking, this is fun for me to write mm-hmm. and like people will enjoy mm-hmm. it. And then you're like, hold on, wait. That yeah. means anyone can read this and anyone includes fucking Oprah. Yeah. So it was just like a really like, oh, it was like cool to like meet your heroes because yeah. they can be really amazing and lovely. So. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, I just, I just want to say, I mean, first of all, that's amazing. But with Oprah, it's like, I've, I one day like a few months ago I posted her final episode. Oh my god! I remember you did this, and p- multiple people were like, "I just clicked on it and just thought I was only going to watch a snippet of it, but then 
she just sucks you in mm-hmm. and you just watch the whole freaking thing, which is like 42 minutes long. She's brilliant. And it's the most beautiful thing. Where the entire thing is like, this isn't this. This has never been about me. It's always been about you. Ugh. And it's just the thing she says. So beautiful. I mean, yeah. God, Oprah read your book and loved it and decided to call you and unblock her number. It's crazy. That's crazy. So I still have the voicemail uh, on my uh, phone. You oh must. My God. That's like, a, that's like yeah. an heirloom now. Yeah. <laughs> you pass that shit down. You should make sure you put it on different devices, yeah, too. I say, I yes. send it as an email to myself and I upload yeah. it to the cloud. Yes. So I'm just like, there's no way I'm going to lose this. There you go. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That is truly incredible. Incredible. And the book is amazing. Thank it really you. is. It's you so guys, fun. Can we talk about you. one specific chapter? Mm-hmm. Um, sure. It's the one. It's the it's the uppity one. Oh, this yeah. was and and let me tell you, I didn't know this. Yeah. And and, and gotta gotta admit that I didn't know the the full origins of that word either. Mm-hmm. And then you tie that tie the meaning of that word with this horrible experience you had on this show mm-hmm. um, that is that will not be named and is uh, strategically not named in the book, but. Yeah horrible thing where like the judges like are like this headshot sucks but you look great now what they are you were so mean to me they were so mean to so many people so, it was of really course sad. and it's like what they do on reality shows we talk yeah. all the time about how we have friends who like go on these shows and like they literally break you down mm-hmm. was a dark day in history when american idol became what it was the number one show in america yeah a little bit because i think it's, bit. it started a not only like a um, access to degrading people publicly, but also a uh, comment and critique culture mm-hmm. where everyone thought because they watched professional judges, quote unquote, professional judges do this to people that they had the experience to then do it to the, to each other. Yeah. And to just people. So many. Know. And, and of course, you know, it ruined people's lives. So, Have you guys ever done like audition for reality TV stuff or now? So. Get this. <laughs> uh Oh, Tomorrow, okay, I'm gonna be on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. <gasps> now this, now th- when this episode, that's amazing. Now when this episode is out, you guys, this will have been weeks ago. So I did okay. I won five grand. Yeah, but um, but it was just yeah, was it, it hard? It, it, it's just it's it's just different than you think it's gonna be. Like, mm-hmm. of course, you see, you go on, to, and of course, this is different than a reality show. And they didn't treat me badly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you, I got a little glimpse into what it's like to be on like a something like that, and it, the deck is kind of stacked because it's such an intimidating situation. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, you also kind of you do sign away certain things. Yeah. I mean, I, obviously, I don't deal with anything as badly as like. I have had, we've had a friend that's been on American Idol and it was a very hard situation. No. We are we um know Zeke Smith, yeah, who was just a survivor, a survivor contestant that was outed as trans. That was so upsetting to me. Yeah. I was like, I because I don't watch Survivor, so I was just reading the story online. I was mm-hmm. like, how dare this other guy do this? Yeah, and he's uh, the guy's gay, and obviously, yeah. like, there's a lot of self hatred there and mm. a lot of insecurity there, and I actually think he's the one we need to watch very closely now because. He just got fired. He from he job. got fired, yeah. and also like I think I think his family and friends need to be keeping a close eye oh. on him because I would imagine that he is in a very dark place right yeah. now. But but anyway, I was thinking, and I don't know if you thought this when it all happened, but you know, they had the option to not show that, mm-hmm. and then I guess I would hope it was up to Zeke to say it's okay. I actually think this could be a healing and growing moment for you know, trans youth or, you know, yeah. the transgender community and we should go ahead with this. But I wonder if that was an option. 
Oh, you because they they are presenting it like Zeke was involved in the decision making, but you're maybe thinking that he wasn't. I mean, at that level where there's that much money involved, and really, what matters to these people is ratings, right? And and nothing else. And so you do wonder, like, how much, how collaborative the the decision to air that stuff was, and how much how much say was had. Yeah, I mean that all goes back to like just this new trend since like in a post American Idol world where like just embarrassing people for profit was like acceptable. Yeah. But to go back to the book, I mean you, so you tie that story in like pretty terrible experience and with like how black people and black women especially are like, uh, when, when, when they, uh, assert ambition, mm-hmm. it's just immediately struck down with, ooh, I'm sorry, I'm banging on the mic. It's immediately struck down with like, well, nope, like you're being, you're being too, you're just, you're reaching too high. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. And then that even, and I just remember this very, very, very clearly, because then I think you even talked about like veiled language of people saying like, well, she's, ex- she, you're so exotic. Yeah. You're so exotic. And like, and like we deal with that with, with like, in terms of queer stuff, it's like, mm-hmm. well, that's too niche. Like we'll go into pitching rooms and, and, and have Yeah, that was a classic one. Yeah. What? Our ideas were too niche. It's like, uh. oh, they're, they're too gay. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Just say they're too gay. Yeah. Even though that's a shitty thing to say. But anyway, um, I don't know like has that has that gotten better i know that's a weird question but and have like, you had a lot of response to that because i'm sure a lot of people yeah. who read the book didn't know about the, the the root of that language well i think what i'm most excited about now is that there are there's more black female representation which mm-hmm. i think is important yeah. so you have people like Issa Rae and michaela yeah. cole mm-hmm. with chewing gum i'm like so obsessed i need to with. watch it I need it's to really watch it. really oh great and fantastic and super quirky yeah and Michaela writes all the episodes herself. And so it's really like she stars in it. So it's just having these like voices who they're in control of their vision and they're providing another layer of the black experience. Cause I think mm-hmm. a lot of times like, you know, we just think about the black experience in terms of like black men and not mm-hmm. really like how women, black women are affected. Yeah. And so I think right now it's really cool that there's all these different perspectives. So I'm hoping that also happens with like the queer community because I yeah. feel like you guys, like I love you guys. I think you guys are amazing and like you're nice. not too gay, you're not too niche. Like you should be out in, in the world having your own show. Oh, we're doing it. You know what I mean? I mean, like, we're, oh. we're, we're out and we're just you know, flaunting our stupid Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, not well, you know, I, it's so encouraging whenever there's like minority representation, I'm psyched. I feel like mm-hmm. it's a support step for everyone. Like, for example, I am so psyched for Francesca and yeah. having oh her God. show. And I know yes. it's going to be a huge success. And that what like that makes me feel like a part of it. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And you say this because you've worked with her and you know what she does. She's very sweet She's and smart so and hardworking. Yeah. So everything. And like, not even because I've worked with her specifically that I feel like uh, being a part of it, but it's just like, wow, you know, I, they, I'm so psyched that they went with someone who's going to bring something new and who's going to bring something good. Yeah. yeah. Because, and, and it's, it's almost so stupid that it's taken this long I know. Totally. because it should have been like that from the beginning. It's like, why do you think, um, like, we don't trust or like w- w- all these voices like all blend together. It's because they're all the same. Mm-hmm. They've been um, homogenized so much. Yeah. yeah. Like people upset about, you know, Fallon's rating slipping. It's like, I don't think it has much to do with Fallon. I think it has much. I think it has a lot to do with people just tuning out in general. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. obviously I don't have like data in front of me that shows that that's true, but I, 
I think that we're on the precipice of seeing a lot of new cool stuff emerge, especially because everything in like the political and international sphere is like getting so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was thinking the other day, someone said to me the other day, like uh, Sudi Mm -hmm. said to me, like it's really comforting to to be able to watch feud (laughs) <laughs> because I feel like it's almost like the universe gave us feud because yeah. because tr- because there's a Trump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like RuPaul's Drag Race, which is like becoming more and more mainstream, mm-hmm. which yeah. is like how it should be. This isn't like this like drag world isn't like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, no. It's like, no, this is a commentary on culture. This is satire. This is mm-hmm. witty. This is smart. This mm-hmm. is funny. This is all these things. And like, you know, straight people. <laughs> I love my straight people, but we are slow with a lot of stuff. And yeah. so seeing something like that move to VH1, yeah. get the highest ratings it's ever gotten yeah, yeah, and yeah. automatically be renewed for another season. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, straight people are starting to slowly get it. Like and it's, you don't you know, need to see yourself reflected in everything to enjoy it. Totally. You know what I mean? Which yes, I think is great. That's so true. Well, when you're pushed to the outside of something, mm-hmm. you're able to see it more clearly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's something you're going to get with all these emerging voices and these diverse voices is it is clearer, different new takes. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. That's what we think guys on that note, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with Phoebe Robinson. Okay. Now listen, bitch, today we have a a little little bit bit of an offer for you. The listeners of Las Culturistas, Casper is offering $50 towards any mattress purchase at (gasps) Casper.com. The Casper mattress is an obsessively engineered mattress, honey, at a shockingly fair price. Now, Matt, listen up. It's Mm -hmm. got just the right sink, just the right bounce. It's made of two technologies, latex foam and memory foam, honey. Two. Two. That come together for a life well slept. Mm. Now listen, Matt, I gotta tell you, I've been on the Casper website and their user experience is to die for. Oh my God, even on the web they are doing it right. Absolutely, and look, they've got the Casper pillow and the Casper sheets, honey, (gasps) so you can get the full Casper bed experience. I'm trying to dive into this Casper life. Now you know what? You can dive in with $50 off on any mattress purchase. Mm. It's the most awarded mattress of the decade, so what are you waiting for? Mm. Go get one, and to receive $50 towards any mattress Purchase, go to caspertrial.com forward slash Los Culturistas. Write this down, bitch. Caspertrial.com forward slash Los Culturistas for $50 towards any mattress purchase. Uh, you know, Bowen, I can see clearly now mm. the rain is gone. And that's because of Warby Parker. Oh, We're on. also sponsored by Warby Parker, you guys. Warby Parker is offering Los Culturistas listeners, hey, that's you. A free five-day home try-on to give you the opportunity to check out their glasses. So Warby Parker makes buying glasses online easy and risk-free. Again, Mm. another company that's nailing it on the web. Come on, the web. The home try-on program, okay? It allows customers to order five pairs of glasses to be shipped directly to them, not to your friend, to you. Mm. Okay, this you don't have to go. Don't through, ship it to your friend. You don't have to go through any challenges. Okay, you don't have to hit the cutoff, man. Here, honey, that's for the straights at home who like baseball. <laughs> They're going to allow you to order five pairs of glasses to be shipped directly to them where they can try them on in the comfort of their own home. This is you guys can try it on in your own house. You can get feedback from your friends, family, and colleagues, and of course, enemies. We always want to stress that when your enemies see you in these Obi Parkers, they're going to be like, oh, well, why am I even trying? Why am I trying? Users can keep the frames for five days before sending them back for free using the prepaid returning shipping label. So keep that with no obligation to purchase. So you get to try these on, see if you like them for an extended period of time. 
And you have an excuse to visit the post office or your local UPS drop-off spot. Yes, absolutely. And it's always good to check in with those folks. Absolutely. So to get your home try on today, go to warbyparkertrial.com forward slash Las Culturistas. I'm going to say that again, okay? okay? For all you who might not have been listening. Hey. For all you who took a break during this part of the podcast, Mm-mm. I'm getting your attention back right now. I don't think so many people who are skipping through the mid-roll. Absolutely. Don't you dare. Again. I'm saying it again, warbyparkertrial.com forward slash Las Culturistas for your free five-day home try-in. Tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your friend, tell your aunt. Tell your aunts. Tell your aunts. Okay, and now let's get back to the show. Yes. We're back with Phoebe Robinson telling her how adorable she looks. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. So we were literally off air. We were just talking about our favorite musicals. We've decided that... Bowen and Phoebe both love West Side Story, mm-hmm. and I love Xanadu, which is not, which is a, 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 a That's gag a answer. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Um, Phoebe, we just you mentioned RuPaul mm-hmm. before the break. Mm-hmm. Are you watching this season? I am watching this season. Come Thoughts. on. Thoughts. Okay, Charlie. What even was that? <laughs> well, you know what? I think he came Mess. on this show just to be seen. He didn't have any intentions of going far, sure. of winning. He just wanted the extra exposure. Sure. And I'm like, so many people kill yeah. to be on that show and like how dare you be like I'm not gonna lip sync <sighs> fuck you I have a theory about it I can't I think <laughs> that that's just like who Charlie that's who Charlie is What that's what Charlie decided to do and I actually have a feeling that RuPaul might know Charlie from way back and I, cause oh. one of my friends was like RuPaul should have told Charlie off like mm-hmm. RuPaul should have come for Charlie right there it should have like, been like how dare yeah, you yeah, yeah. but then I was like the thing is though this is like a older queen. Mm-hmm. Like probably there is a lot going on around in her mind about being on the show. And I think surrounded it, by all these 20 year olds. Yeah. yeah. Who yeah. Like clearly have the leg up and like, what's Charlie going to do a death drop? Yeah. But I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and so I think it was appropriate that Rue didn't like come for her. Just kind of let her go with her dignity. I would have gagged for, you know, a 50 year old queen doing a death drop. Though. She yeah. would have gagged too yeah. in a hospital bed <laughs> on some hospital food. But you know what? And I first at first took issue with Charlie, like in the confessional saying, you know what? I'm I'm a singing queen. I don't lip sync. Yeah. Like having this staunch like identity thing. Yeah. Um, but you know what? She's she's I guess she's seasoned enough of a drag queen to like really just say like know what she can and can't do and just be like, yeah, yeah I, I just don't do it. So I don't begrudge her of that, but it was so lame that she just stood there. Yeah. Yeah. Other thoughts. Who are we loving? Who are we loving? I like Valentina. Uh-huh. She's Fave. really good. Um, I like Trinity too. Same. Okay. Yeah. Um, My fave. I'm a f- officially done with Eureka. I can't. Oh, thank you. I'm because so over we it. cut. Just she's done. a very talented yeah. queen, and I love I love her choices. Uh, with the wardrobe, because and I think in her Meet the Queen, she was like, I just want to wear what you wouldn't n- normally associate big girls wearing. Like, I want to mm-hmm. wear something that you that you say she shouldn't be wearing that, but still pull it off. And I was like, oh, that's cool. But the fact that she has like this attitude problem and she's rude and she's like mean mm-hmm. is really upsetting. It's like Ginger Minch part two. There you go. It really is. And it's just uh, the thing is, it's so obviously born out of insecurity. Mm-hmm. And so I almost don't even want I don't want to get to the point where I have to be like, Fuck you. But like it's gotten yeah. to the point now where it's like, God, like yeah. get it together. Also, it's not drag to be really mean. Yeah. No. That That's is not, not part of it yeah. at all. Um, I don't even think it's necessarily out of insecurity. It's just like probably just narcissism or mm-hmm. something where she just wants mm-hmm. to be the loudest voice. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway. Think yeah. about it though. Like yeah. we see Eureka as a boy. That's how she 
walks the streets, like, I don't think Eureka is narcissistic. I think Eureka is probably very insecure. Yeah. You know and, what I mean? like, and that is why I'm trying to come mm-hmm. at it with from like a place of like, you know, I, I want her to love herself enough mm-hmm. so she can love everyone else. Can I get an amen? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I but, the th- but the thing is like. <laughs> It's just it's just hard. Like it's yeah. it's going to be a long road, I think, for her to get to a place where yeah. she's not going to be very defensive. And, yeah, and she's a good queen. She's she good. is she is good. So I'm like, just fix the personality. Like learn from yeah. Roxy Andrews. Learn yes. from Fifi. Mm-hmm. Like just being nasty doesn't doesn't win. Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. doesn't. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not. Yeah. I, we ran into Roxy Andrews in Universal <gasps> Orlando Resort. You did. Yeah, and she was really nice. In fact, m- my boyfriend Henry and I were there at Nile's of Adventure, and apparently Roxy's an Orlando queen, and apparently she's always there, and Ginger Minj's <laughs> always in the theme parks, because in it's Orlando, all, what you, do. What you uh, do is you go chill in the theme parks, because okay. they all have season passes or whatever. It's like the fun thing to do. So we saw her as a boy, obviously, and my boyfriend was like, that's Roxy Andrews. And I was like, no way. Turned around and all I did was point and say, nothing. (laughs) I just pointed pointed and I was like, "Mm -hmm." I was just like, I see you. So then we obviously got out of the park and like took a breath. Mm -hmm. And then Henry goes, she's coming up right behind you right now. She's approaching you. She's, she's coming up to us right now. And I was like, I turned around and she fully came up and like gave us a hug What? and her friends offered to take a picture and <gasps> asked us what we were doing in town and said she wow. was going to have and like really engaged. Oh. And it was so kind and it's so different from the season five Roxy Andrews, yeah. which was like truly mean, mm-hmm. maybe even worse than anyone's ever been. Yeah. Worse than Fifi, you think? Roxy was pretty bad. She was up there with Fifi. Yeah. She was bad. Yeah. She was mean to drinks. Mean, yeah. mean, mean. Yeah, it oh, wasn't a good geez. situation. And no, it was it was really. And I love Jinx. Do you have a favorite queen of all time? Well, you interviewed Alaska. Yeah, <gasps> Alaska was amazing. She, I think my favorites are Alaska, Latrice, yes, and Alyssa. Mm-hmm. Solid three. That's yeah, a good three. Also, I really love Katya. Oh yeah, you got yeah her. yeah yeah. Katya's oh, great. What about kind of like Bowen's girl? That's yeah. my girl, but also it, just because you relate, and I think everybody relates in that capacity where it's like she's paralyzed by fear and insecurity with herself. Mm-hmm. But, um, but Alaska is just like, just new. Mm-hmm. And the only time the, the veneer ever cracked was that like episode in all stars two, where she just like that meltdown, out, that meltdown. Yeah. like who hasn't had one, a grandmother of all meltdowns. Yeah. Like that. But, um, Oh my God, Alaska though. Alaska is the one. Yeah. The one. Love it. How was, I mean, I listened to the episode, but like, what was it like? Like he's meta. so great. Yeah. He was just really funny and uh-huh. chill and sweet. And yeah. it was just really, really nice. And we we're talking about Lady Gaga and uh-huh. he was saying how he met her and it was just like really cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was really great. Um, he goes to like UCB shows. He just like goes and hangs. Oh, cool. Yeah. He's like, he, he, he likes the comedy show. I love Which, that. Which like, makes me love her even more. You guys are going to have crazy. a drag queen on this show. I just know it. it's going to happen. Oh, sure. I, I, yeah. Can I tell you who we were trying to get? <laughs> Ooh. Michelle Visage. <laughs> like while we were in town That's and we were amazing. trying to get her. And I think she might be just out of our reach. Like some people that I was talking to about it was like, I think you need to get some queens first mm-hmm. and then it'll make it worth Michelle Visage's while. Because we're at the yeah. point right now where like, Probably her people wouldn't even tell her that we contacted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I do we, know we can she loves up. to connect with the young gays. She does. She does. Yeah, she yeah. Does. You can get her. We can. We can. We she can. has a grinder. Uh, which she is, does. She said on What's the Tea that she has I a grinder such because she just likes to chat. It. 
That's hilarious. It's hilarious, but yeah. also like, okay, chill out, <laughs> Michelle. You've, you've got a kid. Just like, I'm just saying, not not saying like she can't be on Grindr because she has a kid, but it's right. like, hang out with your kid. Yeah. Don't be on the phone chatting with dudes on Grindr. <laughs> Maybe the kid is asleep. We all know us kids are awake at night. Okay. So she knows that too. She puts her kids to bed mm-hmm. and okay. then she hangs out with the other kids. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can, I mean, not to like book live while we're on on the record but like we can get like we know thorgy like we've been to bob's shows before she got she was on the show yeah you should get bob have you seen bob perform live yeah well bob was on two dub queens yeah, yeah. i know yeah. bob was on two but dub not queens, but not the full bob experience yes. i have not yet but so i really want to bob used to do a weekly show at barracuda lounge in new york and we were lucky because we got to see bob before Whoa. before now you can't see really see bob anymore yeah and yeah. that was the funniest comedy show in new york city it's that that was one of the best comedy shows Whoa. in New York City hands down I should hang out with you guys I feel like you guys are really hip and cool I like to be at home in bed no see, see the thing is though I also like to be at home in bed and I also like to be at home in bed <laughs> and Bob the drag queen was the only thing that could get me out at yes. midnight on a Monday oh yeah which oh, is when Bob's shows were I can't I know right but Bob made it worth it I wow. promise you just go home yeah. look up um, look up Bob doing a, a, a lip sync to um, God Warrior God Warrior okay and and oh, the wife swap. Remember that wife swap episode where she was like, I'm a God warrior. A very religious woman. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So he does a lip sync mix to that. That's hilarious. And then he does a lip sync mix to Slave for You by Britney Spears with Chris Rock stand up about slavery. And it's the Ooh, most genius. genius. It's yeah. genius. Okay. So, so funny. And uh, it's it's just fantastic. So, yeah. I mean, okay. God, Bob was great on Two Dope Queens, too. Yeah. So, so fun. So, so, oh, my so God. great. So that fun. energy yeah. was amazing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah. oh my god phoebe so mm-hmm. tell us i don't know this is like slightly cloying but i mean we're 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 we're, we're charting new waters in the podcast world mm-hmm. yeah so you're a podcast I... queen yes <laughs> so was this something because we started doing this and it was just like this will be for us yeah but like wh- what's the tea on, what's the like, tea on this like so when you started getting into it yeah were you just like this will be for fun or was that? Yeah. I mean, even before I started with WNYC, I used to do a podcast out of my apartment in Brooklyn uh-huh. that like maybe a hundred people listened to. And I was yeah. just interviewing people and I just had fun doing it. And it was like, I just wanted to hang out with funny people mm-hmm. and that was it. And then when I teamed up with Joss and two dope Queens, we really just wanted to be representing different voices. Yeah. yeah. And then same with like so many white guys. I just yeah. really wanted to interview people that I thought were brilliant and hilarious and weren't getting enough shine or like, I felt like weren't being asked enough great questions in interviews. Yeah. And, yeah. That really is what it's about. Yeah. Like people get booked, but then they get asked fucking bullshit. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Right? Like I felt like a lot of Janet mock was just like, so <laughs> you're, you're a woman now. And it was just like, there's so, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just yeah. felt so reductive and like dismissive in a way. And just kind of like putting her in the other category. And it's yeah. like, there's more to her than just transitioning to her, who she really mm-hmm, is. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I yeah. just felt yeah. like people were just kind of, not respecting that or yeah. honoring her talent or her, yes. her intelligence. And so I just really wanted to stop that. That's fantastic. Yeah. I remember mm-hmm. going to the two dope Queens launch party in the green space. <laughs> oh my God, that's right. You were there. So I was there and uh, I, I got the hookup. This is before we like, I, this is before we knew each other, but uh, yeah. like I had seen you do stand up, and then, 
uh, Sean Wamraswarm at WNYC. Yeah, I love Sean. Yeah, so yeah, she yeah. and I did a show together, and then he was like, "Come to this premiere party. It's it's gonna be this like great new podcast." And I was like, "Cool." So I went, and then you you guys came out, and and that was an event. It was an event. It was packed, <laughs> yes. and then. Phoebe wore this like amazing red dress from Forever Twenty One. I mean, yes. I, I don't want to like just don't take this the wrong way. You look snatched. You look <laughs> fucking oh, amazing. And then I think you walked up on stage and you get and you said, and I'll never forget this. You said, um, "Oh, I can't do anything in this dress except get laid." And I was like. <laughs> That was funny saying. I don't remember saying that. I was like, that's so fucking good. That's such a good line. (laughs) Because I like did not get laid that night. LOL. I mean, you know, you know, sometimes I'm single. Just really, you are single. Mm -hmm. So yes. Can I tell you what I heard about today? (laughs) What? Yeah, Raya. I'm waitlisted. You are wa- Why are you waitlisted? I've been waitlisted for How? a year and a half. Why would they waitlist you? I don't you? know. And I have a friend who got on Raya and used me as a reference, and I'm still not allowed on. Okay, oh my so- god, that's that's bullshit. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, because I didn't fucking know this, but Raya is mm-hmm. like a, 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 a dating, dating app for app famous people. For famous people, like if you, for creatives, really, right? Yeah, yeah, creatives, yeah, okay, yeah, cool, yeah. Cool. For like notable creatives, yeah. and Phoebe Robinson is not. Wow. Call your motherfucking senators. That's <laughs> bullshit. Write in, call. And you know what? Don't email. Don't email. Yeah, no. Pick up the phone. Call Diane Feinstein, <laughs> you guys. Get on it. Get on it. Kirsten <laughs> Gillibrand is a maybe. <laughs> um the maybe vote on Phoebe. <laughs> That's wait, someone used you as a reference. That's that it's is crazy. crazy. So someone is working on it. Okay, good. At Raya. Good. So hopefully it'll happen. That's amazing. Yeah, but I heard that it's I've heard mixed things. I heard that it's just like every other dating app where there's a lot of turds to leave yeah. So well, I'm just sure. I don't know. I'm a romantic. I just want to meet in person. See, you and honestly, that's how Henry and I met. And I, w- the only way I was looking was Wait, on the Wait, how apps. did you guys meet? We met when we met um, Josh Sharp and Aaron Jackson do a show in New York called Gay Show for All People. Mm-hmm. And their pianist is Henry Kapersky. And I was on the show doing a set. And that was when we met the very first time. And actually, I was on that show with Alana Glazer. Yes. Oh, fine. Yeah, and who, who I had known uh, like several years prior because she was in a, a, a video that my sketch group did. Mm-hmm. And so I was reconnecting with her and it was so funny because I was so excited to see her because yeah. I hadn't seen her in years and also I was like just pumped to see Alana perform. Yeah. So I was catching up, not even catching up because we weren't like friends, like kind of knew each other, but I was like picking her brain a little bit and yeah. talking to her. And this whole time out of the corner of my eye, I was like, but also that piano player though. <sighs> but also like, and oh I always... God clocked Henry but he had a boyfriend at the time and then they broke up and three days later we got together we've been together ever since how long have you guys been together just hit up two years oh my god congratulations thanks thanks that's so sweet it's a beautiful he's the best but what I'm saying is I always in the back of my head was like yeah please god let me meet someone in real yeah. life but oh, I yeah. was looking on the apps yeah sure. right now I'm holding out for John Ham. yeah oh my god he did the podcast yeah and I'm like you know there was a connection and there was a connection yeah <laughs> you, you gotta follow up on that I want to ask this mm-hmm. semi-serious question mm-hmm. and this applies to both of you to all three of us to everybody in this room okay but with Raya if it's for creatives how do we feel about dating people in the creative world because I was talking to someone about like about this and they and they were like oh well, I would never want to date another person 
tangentially even in my field because mm. there would just be this competitive mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, specifically with Raya, it's not just creatives in terms of like writers and actors yeah. and comedians. Uh-huh. Like Amy Schumer met her like woodworker boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, and that's also it, under the it. under the umbrella of creative. creative. Like if you're an entrepreneur, like own your own business, you know, got you would like that sort of thing. If you're not like an accountant, yeah. then you're then, yeah. then you qualify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. You basically you can't be just be working at the desk. Yeah. Sure. Um but for me, it's like when I was looking around, I just didn't want to date someone that was doing exactly mm-hmm. what I was doing, sure. especially when you're dating another man. Yeah. Because then it's like you literally are coming for the same spot. Yeah. And I wanted to avoid that because I know like I might have some some deep-seated comp- competition yeah. issues. Yeah. And you also want your thing to be your thing and not, you know, you want to like date someone who like has different interests than you. So when you come home, you're not just talking about the same stuff you know what i mean so is that what you want yeah i don't want to date a comedian i will Mm -hmm. never do it again i've Uh done it in the past in my 20s and i'm like never again Mm -hmm. um but i'm i'm open to like a a perform i'm like i'm open to michael b jordan like i'm open to like select you know i think i could be very open to michael b jordan (laughs) if you know what i mean i could be wide open (laughs) and there i'll say i'll put it out there poppers hello Oh wow! Um, but yeah, I think what a man. <laughs> yeah, he's so dreamy. Jesus Christ, though. Beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful. And so talented. And it's, and it's such a great. It's insane. Yeah. Do you know who I love? Who? Um. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! What's he in? Yeah. Oh, they were all in a movie together. Moonlight. No, Michael <laughs> B. Jo- I mean, yes. Yeah. Um. Oh, you're talking about Mahershala. Antravante. Yes. Antravante. And also, Antravante. Yes. Yeah. And also. Ooh. Who played at the end of the movie um, Kevin, who grown up? Oh, the guy, oh, yeah. yeah, he was great, cute. so handsome, super yeah. cute. I was super, and also not for nothing, but that was a hot movie. It, 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 gets, was it gets it gets credit for being a great movie, yeah. but also it doesn't get enough credit for being a hot movie. Um, I just watched it. That HJ, I was like, the oh, HJ cool. was a moment. Yeah, it was, and great. also you get you a get war, a little Oscar self-conscious, HJ. <laughs> an Oscar-worthy hand job. Yeah. Um, is that the only movie that's ever an Oscar winner where a hand job was a full plot point? Maybe. I think so. Yes, I think so. <gasps> okay, sure, sure. That wasn't sure. in Pride and Prejudice. That was not in Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> that didn't happen in Black Swan. Wait, no. Matt's Matt's like new latest fixture is the lead from Power Rangers, from the Power Rangers movie. Oh, it's a. I basic, haven't seen it. Okay, so again, is it a basic like du- like hot dude? It's like basic. He's, his, he's a yeah. hot twenty-two-year-old Australian who's obviously being starved Ooh. named Dacker Montgomery. Um, that name is too much. <laughs> it's way too much. Yeah, it's way yeah, too yeah, much, yeah. and he's way too much. But like, <laughs> too 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 much good. Yeah. Um, okay. But I was gonna say, what's his name? Oh, Jesse Smollett. Who's that? Oh, from Empire. He's oh, he's cute. And honestly, he yeah. snuck up on me because in the beginning episodes of Empire, I was like, no. And then later on, I was like, yes. He can sing. He's so handsome. He's amazing. Yeah. And then, of course, I also I always love my boys, my Justin Timberlake, my Chris Pine. You're, yeah. I'm yeah, a Chris yeah, Pine yeah. boy. Okay. Which one is that? That Star is. Star Trek. <laughs> because out of the many <laughs> straight white Chris's, it's hard to keep them all in check. He What's is the Captain other one? Kirk. Chris. Oh, I thought that was Chris Evans. Chris Evans is Captain America. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. These no, hot, don't be. These hot, straight, white captains named Chris. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah. Chris Pine. Yeah, that's the cute Chris one. Chris Pine yeah, 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 is I like that everything one. to me. 
And I wish I could get into Zachary Quinto, but I'm just not. He's a, cute. I'm not a Spock guy. I'm a Kirk guy. Mm. If you know what I mean. Mm. He's cute on his Instagram, though. Super. Zachary, yeah. I'm sure, like, sure, sure. Yeah, he's like yeah. a he's like a cute, stylish gay. Mm-hmm. There you go. And yeah. you can go for that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a type? Or do you think t- the word that the, the types don't exist? I don't know. I think I like kind of. I think my type is changing because I'm I'm 32 now, and I think I'm because I have more self esteem now. Uh-huh. I love myself more. <laughs> I think it's changing. I think before I was just kind of like nerdy Thank dudes, you, or just or, like thank you so much for like liking me. Uh-huh, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Just like oh, I'm so happy you want to date me. I'm just grateful to be in a relationship, and now I'm like. I want to date a boss. Yeah. I want to date someone who like reads and is funny and obviously like super cute. But like, I think I just want an involved man. You want somebody mm. that can take care of themselves and has figured yeah. themselves out. Exactly. And you're not man. trying to be the person yeah. who saves anybody. Not here no. for potential anymore. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Sorry. I can't. I'm yes. done. If we can get Phoebe a man yes. from this podcast. Ooh, if you're out there, if you're an evolved man, <laughs> reach out. Like late 30s, <laughs> early 40s. That'll Do be it. cute. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> uh, Honestly, if, if anyone deserves an evolved man. Aww. It's me and Phoebe. Yeah, wait, how long have you been single? It's been almost two my years for me. My life. Well, the last time I dated someone was yeah. like years ago, but like even then nothing's nothing's gone beyond like Two, three months. Yeah. It's so hard I would, to date. It's hard. And I wouldn't consider myself ever having been in like a relationship relationship. Mm-hmm. So I don't He's know. He's had things. I've had things. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I was recently on our friend Farah's podcast where it's called Psychic Hotline, $1 a minute. She <laughs> brings on comedians and they talk to psychics, like phone <gasps> psychics. And That's cool. My main oh, question, my name, my main question was, hey, um, I've just been dealing with this my whole life and people telling me all the time like we'll work on yourself and then they'll come but i've been like i've been i've been doing that for forever like what like what gives like when's this gonna happen and then the psychic who may have been bad at her job because she just didn't really give me much but she was like you know what i'm thinking mid-may you'll get someone and then um (laughs) mid-may and then she goes i'm seeing Ooh, September. By September, you'll be living together. And I was like, <laughs> what? Sure. Okay. <laughs> That's wild. I mean, I don't, that doesn't sound like me. No. I would have been like, um, that opens up a whole bunch of more questions. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no. what the fuck's wrong with me in June and July? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a lot. I don't living know. together by September, pump the brakes. Four months? Yeah. No. no. Gays move fast, but not stupid <laughs> no, fast. No, no, no. Oh my God. Yeah. I, just, yeah. I was just like, okay. And then I just like casually threw in there like, maybe I want a dog. And she was like, yeah, you'll, you know what? By the time you're, you're, you're moved into the place, you're going to get a dog by next week. You're going to get a dog. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> next week I can see you get a dog. Okay. I was like, okay, thanks lady. And then her whole, her whole like adage for me was, and she just had this like raspy, smoky voice. And she was like, um, uh, she was like, you know what? Just what I say is, this is what you have to remember. Just say, why not? why not let myself have a dog and a boyfriend? And I was like, I kind of like pushed back. I was like, that doesn't really tell me anything. Yeah, also, no. I've been divorced 17 times. <laughs> there you go. Cause for, for a literal fucking, uh, you know, four month relationship before you move in, like that's not going to end well. But anyway, yeah. that's, that's where I'm at. Yeah. She's crazy. She's crazy. Yeah. Hard pass. Hard pass. Hard yeah. pass for me on believing 
Oh, oh me too. And like, I even told- are you a believer? In the in like, would psychics? you hit up a would you hit up a phone psychic? I don't think I would. Yeah. But I believe in other things. Like I believe in aliens. Yeah, for sure. They're yeah. for sure here. I totally. believe in like the secret and like the universe yes. and all that kind of like stuff. Oh my yeah. God. Well, I will only believe like that kind of new agey stuff when it comes. And I mean this. It's not just because we were talking about her earlier. When it comes from Oprah, because she has another video where she says, there are no mistakes. Yes, but whatever, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm, She's like, mm-hmm. but there is that thing that pushes you along your path. Yeah. And will always set you right. And I was like, that's it. That's it's my religion. So true. It's so true. Yeah. Um, but then uh, I, but I like I was very upfront with this lady over the phone. I was like, by the way, this is my first time calling. Um, and I don't believe in mm-hmm. astrology. I'm like not. But I'm just doing this for fun. Um, and meanwhile, Pharaoh was just sitting there like hitting buttons and, and, and stuff. But um, <laughs> I love it. anyway, um, my boyfriend, like for a second was like toying with the idea of like getting into numerology no. and i was like Shut no and then i i sicked my best friend sudi on him and <laughs> she was like if you have problems you need to go to a therapist <laughs> numerology Sudi. is not it that's it that's true yeah that's the agree tea. um just yeah. read self-help yeah that's self-help. what i do all the time or meditate yeah or meditate yeah. um phoebe before we move on any other little i know we didn't really talk about this that much any little podcasty tips i know it's like such a silly Here's world. a question for you. I okay. have a question for you. Go. Yeah. When you are about to interview someone, yeah. do you come with your questions? Do you write things down? Yeah. So uh-huh. we have uh, like a very small crew at so many white guys, but they'll do research and then they'll send me like the first run of questions. Uh-huh. Then I go through and tweak them and then add my own questions. Mm-hmm. And then I just kind of, when I do the interview, I just kind of like follow wherever the, mm-hmm. the interview goes. Great. Yeah, that's the way you got to do it. You got to keep it loosey-goosey. Yeah, because especially when you're talking to people, like when I interviewed, I don't know, when I interviewed Tom Hanks, it was just like super Mm. fun and Mm. delightful and... I just kind of wanted to go wherever he wanted to go because he was he was so good at playing. Yeah, yeah. Because he's done it a million times, and I'm sure he want he felt it very refreshing. Yeah, to just have this kind of like candid conversation. Exactly. That felt was that the most nervous you ever were, and fun. Tom Hanks? No, the most nervous I was was with one was with uh strangely enough the comedians like Margaret Cho. I was very nervous wow. with her. Um, Mike Birbiglia was pretty nervous mm, and I don't know mm-hmm. why but with the comedians I just like really want to do a good job or sure, something yeah you want to do your also, homework also you don't yeah. know what they'll throw yeah sure. yeah and I don't want to be like oh I'm not able to be funny with them I don't know I was just like really like mm-hmm. but it was great like Margaret was so funny and smart oh and yeah just delightful I was like girl just relax I'm so glad she's like she's coming back yeah that, maybe she's, she's never been gone but like yeah. you know she's in terms of like formative comedic influences, mm-hmm. was she one of yours? Well, here's the thing is I was never, a, I didn't want to get into stand up. Like right. it was never, mm-hmm. a comedy was never my thing. Like I thought I was going to write like very serious films. Yes, I remember this. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. I was like American Beauty. I'm going to write like that floating yeah, yeah, trash yeah. bag mm-hmm. scene. Like yeah, that's like yeah. what I wanted. And so then when I started you know, taking stand-up class, and then I kind of went back and I watched like Margaret Cho and Chris Rock and Ellen mm-hmm. DeGeneres and all those people. So I really had to play catch up. Yeah, but yeah, she was great. Uh, I mean, it is but like her specials at Wash, they were great. Um, we could, like quote the Carnegie Hall set to each other. Yeah, yeah. like Wanda Sykes and just mm-hmm. people like that, just really smart. Like I really liked Patrice O'Neill. I didn't yeah. agree with like 
35% of what he said, yeah. Yeah. but he was so funny. He was always coming from a place of like his truth, which I thought was like very authentic and real. And wasn't necessarily about like putting anyone down. Yeah. It was more about how he sees the world. And even if he's like kind of a little backwards gender wise, yeah. mm-hmm. it, yeah. it still kind of felt like, Oh, this is coming from a place of not like, Oh, women are just dumb cunts. Like it was never that, you yeah. know what I mean? Right. Um, did you watch the new Chappelle stuff? I did. I mean, it's you know, I I have uh, I haven't watched it, and I, I actually haven't to... watched it yet because I'm like, <laughs> I, it's daunting. I just yeah yeah. I still have I still have a lot of respect for him. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird to reconcile. It's like mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. It's 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 very complicated. It's tough. yeah. But, I um, think some of his stuff was funny. I think some of his queer stuff. I just think he he's behind. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like some of the jokes, I'm like, oh, if he just replaced, like, instead of gay or trans and replaced, like, a black person, Mm -hmm. I don't think he would make that joke. Sure. You know what I mean? Totally. But meanwhile, it's like, that's so funny that people think that that is, like, a viable option. Because meanwhile, you have, and I'm just going to, like, shout out you and, and, and Jessica. It's like, well, you two, you two on stage just, like, talk about yourselves and celebrate yourselves. And it's like. Just do that. Yeah. It's easier yeah. and it's more fun and it's like f- good for everybody. It's more interesting to turn, turn it inward. Totally. Yeah, yeah. And I think if you're going to, I don't know. It's just like, I don't think I would ever do trans material because it's like, I'm not intelligent enough to talk about it yet. No. And that's Same. okay. You know what I mean? Same. And like, sometimes it's like you, the best thing that you can do is not be the voice of it. Just pass it to an actual trans person yeah, and yeah. have them do the comedy. Yeah. And that's better than you like trying to figure it out as like a cis person and like really like do it poorly. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. Totally. especially because it's always changing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ugh. It's, it's sometimes I think about like the, how far we've come in like five or six years, mm-hmm. even. And we thought we were like nailing it in 2009. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> There was still like garbage happening, like sure, the amount sure. of yeah. the amount of like, ugh, like frustrating like gay jokes you saw on like network television. Like they only just are disappearing now. That is true, and it's yeah. very like, like sometimes you go back and you watch you like watch like Friends or something. You're like the amount of gay panic on that show. Yes. It was hey, like panic. what? Yep. And even it's on, crazy. Even on Will and Grace. Like mm. that was just how like, do you guys feel about it? Because so from the outside, I go, oh, it was a little backwards, but I think it was like a great first step. But do you feel that? Are you kind of like nah? Like was not? I don't think it's bad that it existed. Mm-hmm. I think it's it was such a funny show, and I think it like it was it got people talking about like what it must be like to be gay, mm-hmm. and it got people like on the side of gay people because they were able to laugh with gay people. However, what I think it did contribute to perhaps unknowingly was this thing of like you're either a will or a jack yeah and and because they were the only two real gay people on Mm -hmm. like mainstream network television so it was like you know you know people were getting asked by their aunts and uncles like that were coming if you were coming out of the closet so are you a will or a jack you know what i mean like you're either this or you're that or you're either a man or you act like a woman right and because i think it was so important to the comedy of that show that we had that duality Mm -hmm. like it just ended up um reinforcing a stereotype yeah i know what you mean also it also kind of bothered me that will like he never like 
I don't think his re- relationships were ever explored as deeply as Grace's were. And that always nope. bothered mm-hmm. me because I was like, I and Deborah Messing was like a goddess on that show. She yeah. was like hysterical. But Amazing. I'm like, I don't know. I just feel like Eric McCormick, just you could see there was so much he could do if they just gave him like a yeah. really meaty, substantial relationship. And they didn't totally. do that. Also, Eric McCormick is a straight man. I know. Yeah. And that's also another thing is it's just like, you know, again, like, and that, you know, it's not too long ago that we were like, don't worry, he's actually straight in real life. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, don't worry, audiences of America, <laughs> he's actually straight. Right. It's funny that he's playing a gay yeah. guy. And also, Sean Hayes was saying he was straight at the time. I know, and I that's know. crazy, but it's also like, I don't know what I would do in totally. his position at that time. No, it's no, like no. really yeah. hard. Yeah, it, it was hard. Probably yeah. wasn't just his decision. Did you like yeah. Will and Grace? I loved Will and Grace, and yeah. um, I but I'm but yeah, thinking about Sean Hayes, it's like he probably had his reps being like you cannot. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it didn't matter that he played like the gayest of all gay caricatures. It was still gonna be a bad situation if he was like yeah. the gay. Totally, totally. Wow. Um, uh, before we move on to I don't think so, honey, Phoebe. Um, mm-hmm. Can we just have a general convo? How yes. Is, how how are you so excited for I Love Dick? Are you so excited for Portlandia? Like, what's 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 like coming down the pike that you want to talk about? Yeah. So I Love Dick comes out May twelfth. I don't know if this is going up before or after that. Probably but around then. Probably yeah. right mm-hmm. around then. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm yeah. really excited. It's Kevin uh-huh. Bacon, Catherine Hahn, <gasps> Griffin Dunn. Yeah, Catherine is amazing. Oh my so God. talented and sweet. And Kevin is just like, he's like the night. Yeah. I, yep. I just laugh because I like would avoid eye contact with him so much because I was yeah. so intimidated yeah. by him. And like now I'm like, oh, it's be Kevin. a person. Yeah. <laughs> but like on set, I was like, he's so cool and funny and like really good at his job. And like he's hot. And I was like, I'm just going to be go be a comedian in the corner. Ah! He's an amazing actor. He's so good. And yeah. everyone says how wonderful he is just to be around and what a He's good sweet. person he is. Yeah. I think when you've been famous for that long, you're like, I don't care that I'm famous. Like, sure. I just live my life. Him you know and what Kira, I mean? baby. Yeah. yeah. And oh they God. raise an amazing daughter, Sosie, who's my friend. She's Yay. so cute. And she's the best. I love her. She's and really she's on sweet. 13 Reasons Why. And everyone should watch 13 Reasons I heard Why. Her show's heavy. It's I hear it. I hear heavy. it's heavy. Very rough. And a friend of mine, Ooh. Julia Bicknell, writes on it. I would shout out her. Oh, Julia writes on it? Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Oh. Um, but I heard it's very heavy. Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Man. But also but also good. Mm-hmm. You um, know, sometimes we need to we need talk about heavy. Yeah, totally. We got to talk about it. Um, oh, my God. What's Jill like? I, I love Jill her is so cute. much. Yeah. She's like really cool and funny and sweet. And mm-hmm. like she's... She's a genius. Like she's yeah, really yeah. able to like pinpoint how to make something better. And you're just like, whoa, I want to be like that. Yeah. You know, oh, when I'm awesome. at her age and Portlandia is great too. Yes. Like Fred and Carrie are just so funny and really sweet and they're great leaders. Uh-huh. And I just really feel like this year I'm just able to work with people who are just really, there's like no bullshit. There's yeah. no drama. <gasps> Everyone is just like, we're here to do a job and it's fun and then we can go home. Isn't that great? And I like that. Yeah. Isn't yeah. Isn't that great to just not be disappointed by those people that you uh, have looked up to and have to look up to in a professional setting? Yeah. Like they're just like facilitating your growth and your success. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's been good. And I just sold my second book. Ah! Yes. I was just yeah. saying today, I was like, I think Phoebe sold another book. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Can you tease? Well, it's going to be another essay collection. Yes. Yes. One one essay is called White Nonsense. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we love you, it. We hate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So um, I think it's going to be super fun. We're trying to figure out a title right now. Uh-huh. And yeah, I'm going to start writing it, I guess, next month. Oh my I don't, God. This is why I'm single. I'm like, I'm just going to keep working and like, hopefully my husband will find me. But hey, yeah, yeah. please. Honestly, it is, it is happening. It's happening. That's I so know. cool. I just don't want to be like Catherine Heigl in 27 dresses. No, but then she ended up. Who was the James Marsden is hot. James Marsden. Oh my god. He's actually. You know what? He's the one. He's the one. Because he can act. He can sing. He can dance. So funny. Oh my god. Yeah. Honestly, he's the kind of guy that you know smells good. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I agree with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Westworld. That was. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it either. Recommend. Okay. The first few episodes are hard. Like because confusing or no, in terms of the subject matter, it's like, fuck, it's like another HBO show. It's where, like, where women is this going to be horribly. another HBO show, which is, but then that flips it on its head and actually becomes about that. And it's Whoa, amazing. Again, cool. it's Westworld is, and I, I have to give big ups to HBO because <clears throat> they have kind of taken this criticism. That's like, yo, a lot of women get raped and murdered and beat up in your shows. Yeah. And they've kind of really, taken that narrative and now they make shows that are about that mm-hmm. but it's it really um kind of just makes society look at itself yeah like big what oh, big wow. little lies did mm-hmm. like where where you know people ask what is that show about and you start describing it and everyone's like that sounds like every other stupid show about yeah. like rich white women like fighting with each other but really it's a show about domestic mm-hmm. violence and how that ripples through a community and mm-hmm. affects everyone for the worse mm-hmm. westworld is about like how violence is entertainment and especially wow. violence against women is entertainment mm-hmm. and what that does to the psyche and where it could lead. And, and it's a, and it's really, yeah, that sounds really fascinating. It. And and it's also <clears throat> extremely well done. Wow. And probably maybe the best performance on television is Tandy Newton. Tandy. Oh, I love Tandy. Yeah. She's, she's it. Come She's on, it. come through, Tandy. Do you think that she should win an <gasps> Emmy? So they will be in different categories than all the Big Little Lies ladies. And yes, I do absolutely a hundred percent. Although she's being, she's this is breaking tea news. She's being campaigned as a lead actress. Okay, on Westworld. And what about Evan? She's not mm. the lead actress of the show, and she could flat out win the supporting actress category. But the best actress category is kind of being swept up by Claire Foy from The Crown. Oh, right. So I haven't seen it it because I'm so bored of old British men coughing. I don't care. It's Nicole Kidman, except it's an old British man coughing instead. Yeah. 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 So I think she's being she's being put in the wrong category, but I think that she's she should be showered with awards. There you go. You gotta. And Tandy Newton has been people talk about people. Like sleeping on Laura Dern, like sleeping on it. You, we've been sleeping on Tandy. Oh, for sure. That's yeah. gonna be my I don't think so, honey. Oh wow, <laughs> that's the first time I've ever revealed my I don't think so, honey. Yes. Forecasting it, um, but Phoebe, we're just saying it's happening for you, and not necessarily for like someone to come and like like be yeah. your so. No, we're just saying like you're doing so much. It's so cool. It's so inspiring to watch we love you so much yeah because you're a true creative powerhouse i just want to have an empire and create my own shows and help facilitate other people to create their shit and i just go back and sit back and be like you just go crush it yeah just be like 
I know. It's this a beautiful person. ripple yeah. effect. I love yeah. that. Okay, time to move on to I don't think it's so. It's time honey. for oh I don't think God. so, honey. And of course, Phoebe recently did our live show, which was Fantastic. so fun. And I was on my period. I was oh. so tired. I'm so sorry, but that's thank you why for doing I left. It. Still coming out. That's why I left. At, I I, w- I was watched till the end, but yeah. then I got into a lift immediately. Please, and like no went worries. home, and I was like, oh. look, no, no, you worries. gotta go when you gotta go. Yeah. And look, thank you so much for doing that. That was so 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 great of you and iconic. I don't think so, honey. About women who put their braids up in a, in a tall bun. I yes. mean, it's so infuriating. It's like, I can't see this concert. Mm-mm. No, you yeah. can't. You can't. Yeah. Come on. Just, just think of think of the people around you, okay? <laughs> yeah. Think of the eyeliner around you. You know what? I just changed. I'm not gonna do people who come for Tandy Newton Ooh. because okay. I just I just told you that right. you should you should be ashamed. Okay. I have someone else. Here we okay. go. Um, you go first because I'm still thinking. I'm gonna my, go first. This is Matt Rogers. I don't think so, honey. Time starts now. I don't think so, honey. John Mayer. I don't care about your new album. <laughs> You're disrespectful. <laughs> You're very disrespectful. I don't care about about you and your music. I don't care about your whiny ass voice. You have a low whine to your voice. You think that you're Bob Dylan? No. You know what? Like, honestly, I don't think so, honey. You being disrespectful to women, you spilled all the tea about women you've slept mm-hmm. with. You are the equivalent of that person on Facebook who just wants the likes. Ooh. You posted garbage, and you've been posting the same shit all seconds. the do day, and you just... <laughs> You expect to get likes for it. Look, <laughs> I can listen to this album right now. It could sound the same fucking shit as Continuum, and that's literally the only other album oh. I can name from you. Not true. Room for squares. Fifteen <laughs> seconds. Uh, John Mayer. I don't think so, honey. You don't bring enough. I think you're a seven out of ten in terms of looks. It could be better. If I want to listen to someone strum a guitar, bring Five me seconds. Jason Mraz. Oh. Where are you at, Jason Mraz? I don't think so, honey. John Mayer. I think so, Jason Mraz. Oh, and that's oh, one minute. God. Oh man, that was so good. Really good. I don't care. No, oh about God. him. Continuum is so good. Continuum is a great album. Yes. Can we all be on? Okay, we're all on the And Room for Squares is really. Good it's too. really good. Okay, but listen. But he is trash. He's terrible. He is true trash, and yeah. he was. A racist piece of shit he's, to Kumail Nanjiani. He's, That's true. No, That's he the was? He was. Kumail tweeted this whole thing. You have to look it up. He Because John Mayer dabbles in stand-up, I guess. Hard pass. Hard pass. Yeah. And like, oh, he doesn't dabble. He's gone out and done it. He's done it. And then like he and Kumail are on the same bill one night. Yeah. Isn't that the stupidest thing you've ever heard? So dumb. But then like after the show, like I don't know what instigated it, but like they got into like a full-on like war of words and like just fucking they got into it so look that up it's so disgusting you don't go out and describe what sex was like with people that everyone knows he went out you can but not in that way he explicitly described sex with people that like and and like they weren't i don't know it was just embarrassing that's a form of harassment yeah and also like then he got all pissed because taylor swift wrote like an indirect song about him it's like Please, yeah. yeah, sit and spin. Yeah. Like, don't act like you weren't on Howard Stern, like spilling the tea. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like hypocrites, and he gets oh away with gosh. it because he's like a straight white dude. Sure, I sure. mean, I think for sure. Totally, no, absolutely. Are you racking your brain trying to think of your? I don't think so. I have right. a couple. You have a and couple. And you're trying to decide. Yeah. Great. Okay. Um, <laughs> I I, I don't have. Come over. You were just like, oh my god. <laughs> Phoebe has fingers to temples. Um, I and extremely amazing, beautiful manicure. Manicure. White. white, Okay, so this is inspired by Chris Jenner. Mm -hmm. 
She paints her nails white. Uh-huh. I saw some keeping with the Kardashians. It's like the one super trash thing that I watch. Do it. And I was like, I want to try this. Uh-huh. This is the only thing from the Kardashian life I want to try. Okay. And I like it. It's, 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 it works so, so well. So maybe on you. I need a lip cap. Get yeah. a lip cap. Oh, Gotta God. get a lip cap. Get Kylie lip she cap. Is, she's too much. Is yeah. that, these are amazing nails. Jails. And also, is this a Prince pin? It is. Yes, it's gorgeous. I bought it from wildfang.com. They're a feminist uh, clothing apparel. Check place. them out. Ooh. Yeah, really good. Ooh, that's good. That's a good yeah. plug. It's time, Bowen. It's, I don't have anything solid. Well, you're gonna. Right. You want me to go into the troll bowl? No, no, no. Uh, go into the troll bowl. Yes. <gasps> so everyone, Bowen has decided that it's time to go into the troll bowl. Wow. Of course, the troll bowl is um, our uh, potpourri of pop culture topics, and he has to go negative on whatever I choose right now. And these are all universally loved in yes. general. Universally loved things. I really want to find something good. I want to find something that comes out of nowhere. Come okay, I have one. Okay, here we go. All right, Bowen Yang, your I Don't Think So Honey is about Mrs. Claus, and it starts now. <laughs> I Don't Think So Honey, Mrs. Claus, and whoever invented you, whatever fucking Norse idiot invented you, Mrs. Claus, to be a feminized version of Santa Claus who's at home being domestic as fuck. Look, I am third-wave feminist, honey. Yes, I am, but I don't appreciate you just sitting at home in that rocking chair, knitting or whatever the fuck you're doing, Mrs. Claus. I don't think so, honey, Mrs. Claus. What are you doing the rest of the year when it's not Christmas? Uh, you better be reading some fucking Joan Didion. You better be reading some Roxanne Gay. I don't care. Just better. You, you better be... Reading and come correct to the Santa Claus and teach seconds. him to be a, a better a yes, human being. I don't it. think so, honey, Mrs. Claus. Where are you? We need to see you <laughs> surface yourself. Where are you? Where are you, Mrs. Claus? We need more female representation during the ho- the holidays. And I don't think so, honey. You stay stay. Five seconds come hard. Just sitting in front of the fucking uh, fireplace mantle and just thinking that you can just get away with just being domestic as fuck. That's I don't one think minute. so, honey. Oh, my Honestly, God. You asked, where are you? We know she's at the North Pole. We <laughs> know where she is. We know where she is, but I'm saying, where is she in the conversation? <laughs> we don't talk about her. Okay. All righty. Oh, man. Okay, well, I the bar one. is obviously high, Phoebe. Oh, God, this oh, is, like, so scary. No, you're going to pull the, right over that bar. I know, bar. but it's, like, so scary. No, it's not scary, Phoebe. You're going to nail it. You nailed it the first Please. time. You've okay. done this before. Dope queen, Phoebe. But also, On no the crush. Track. This is, I don't, Phoebe Robinson's, I don't think so, honey. Time starts now. I don't think so, Lyft drivers who are not based in New York. Do not ask me to sit in the front passenger seat <laughs> with you. No. We are not driving to Coachella together, no. honey. <sighs> I am trying to go home and take this Plan B pill, okay? <laughs> also, learn how to pronounce my name. Don't say Phoebe. It is what? Phoebe. Oh, no. I've been on Charmed. Phoebe from Charmed. Phoebe from Friends. Phoebe from Catcher in the Rye, honey. Oh, Read she's book. been around 30 seconds. <laughs> 30 also, seconds. Also, what I... <laughs> <laughs> no, yes. Also, I hate your, your fucking, like, music choice. Yes. It's just Ryan Seacrest and Jason Derulo oh. and fucking Chainsmokers, honey. 15 seconds. I don't think so, Paris. I don't think so, Closer. <laughs> I am done, honey. <gasps> yes. I cannot. I'm oh so... I, I can also cannot with the... Five, please five. rate me five stars. Bitch, I will rate you when I want to rate you. Get out my life. Oh, that's one minute. Oh, that was my wonderful. God. Oh, my God. And you know what? You spoke for us all. You spoke yeah. for us all. And you, you <laughs> threw in there, and I don't think so, honey. 
for the chain smokers. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so done with the chain smokers. I was yeah. never starting. I with was them. into them for like a solid two months, and uh-huh. I was like, oh no, th- I got. I got duped. I got you got duped. They're bad people. Yeah, they're like they're just like bros. Uh, No thanks. Yeah, they're like imagine two John Mayers who can like use GarageBand. I just uh, actually actually (laughs) I mean actually I'm dead now. I just jumped out the window. Okay. Um. Oh my God, you guys, this has been such a good episode. I don't want this to end. We don't want it to end. Oh my God, Phoebe, come on. What's what's going on? We just want to like hang with you. Well, let's when we all are back in New York, can we just do like a fun slumber party not at my apartment because i live far away no, we'll, do, we'll do it at mine We've got a big old oh my god we love listen phoebe has so much coming up so you're so gonna see her up. everywhere don't worry about that and i think this is gonna be premiering right before the show i love oh dick god. on amazon please watch it please rate it yes. jill soloway kevin bacon Catherine hahn and me with my small lines yes okay, thank no you. honestly <laughs> we cannot wait Guys, Ugh, this has on. been the Lost Culturistas podcast, and next to me is Bowen Yang. Next to me is Matt Rogers. In front of us is Phoebe Robinson. This has been so fun. Thank you, Forever Dog. Thank you, everybody. Waikiki. Waikiki. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Oh my god. So good. So fun. Oh my gosh. That Hits. was really good. That okay, so in so Harry Potter. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more podcasts, please visit foreverdogproductions.com. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanique, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.